Amen, amen. All right, we're recording. There you go. Yeah. Hey, good morning, everybody. How you guys doing? Good. Hey, when I, whenever I speak, I always start off with confessions. Um, and, and, and first off, my confession is I'm very nervous because I've never preached to people outside in the parking lot like this before. I'm used to preaching in church, so this is one kind of nervous for me. Um, and then uh, two, uh, I'm also nervous because I'm used to speaking to children regularly and stuff. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to picture all of you as children. So I'm going to picture all of you as kindergarten through fifth grade students. Okay? Probably not. All right. There, there we go. There we go. Uh, and then the next thing I want to say is um, I'm very, very um, honored to be here this morning with you all. And um, as Scott said, said uh, my name is Tyrone McMorris, and uh, Scott and I have known each other for a long time. I'm honored that he would call me a, a friend and a best friend, and that's how I feel about Scott. He's one of the, the cats that I trust, um, I, I go to for advice and wisdom. Uh, I know he's praying for me, and he supports uh, me as a, as a person, as a friend. He's a pastor to me. He's my pastor. I consider him my pastor, and uh, he pastors some young boys at Horizon Elementary School, uh, Horizon Elementary School on Casino Road, um, weekly before this whole COVID thing went down. He was pastoring boys for about two years and just serving them and mentoring them and teaching them and stuff. So so very, very thankful for Scott. And um, for those of you who don't know, um, I'm the founder and the executive director of Casino Road Kids Ministries. And Casino Road Kids Ministries is a faith-based nonprofit that we work with children who live on Casino Road. And our mission is to bring hope and purpose to children by sharing the love of Christ through serving and mentoring. And we do that through our homework club, our Bible club, our mentoring group, uh, Christmas parties, our Start Out Right, this back to school event. And currently through COVID-19, we're driving around to our, our kids' houses and we have books in our trunks and we call it our bookmobile. We have books, puzzles, games, and toys and we drive around to see our kids and give them some books so they can they can continue to, to read and, and, um, and just kind of find different ways, creative ways to help them engage in their learning during this whole thing. Because uh, we're in an you know, a, a interesting season right now. So I'm also the person that you guys pray for often. Uh, you guys support through Thrill of Hope. And, um, and you guys are one of my favorite churches. I've shared this with Scott, so I'll share this with you all. Like, you guys are that church who says, hey, we're going to be involved in our community, and you actually do it. I remember we were at um, um, what was that fundraiser? We had a fundraiser, and and the the fact that all of you, majority of your church was there serving, man, I was just kind of blown away. I was like, God, these cats are doing what they say they're doing. They're supporting, so I really appreciate I really appreciate that you guys all of that. So. I'm done with the intro. I'm just going to get into the word now because I can keep talking. I'm from Texas. I mean, we Texans, we can talk. So I'm grateful to be able to share with you guys this word as you guys are in between finishing up Psalms and getting ready to go to Revelations. And uh, one of the things I want to share with you this morning is, is a text from Jeremiah, chapter 17, verse 7 through 8. And uh, I want to just talk to you guys about staying rooted in God. And I got some notes here to help me remember what God's been speaking to me. So, hey, what do, you, what do you do when your normal has been taken away from you? Like, what do you do when your normal has been taken away from you? Like, what are some of the thoughts that go in your head when 
your normal, it just got stripped from you. Like for me, sports, movie theaters, sitting inside a church building, hanging out in my social groups, rotary clubs, Kiwanis, serving the kids on Casino Road, going to my favorite restaurant. All those things have been, got shut down for a while. And it's kind of taken away, it's like, what? And then you add to that, for those of us who are parents of kids in elementary school, middle school, high school, you add to that, and we work, you gotta figure out how to get your work done from home, how to get your kids, school work done, you become, you became that teacher. How many of you guys signed up to be a teacher? <laughs> you gotta make lunches, you gotta make lunches more. And you add to that, it's just an adjustment being at home with your family all day, every day. Yes, I love my family, I love my family a lot, but you know what, I need a break from them from time to time. And they definitely need a break from me. You know, can I get an amen on that? Yeah. <laughs> then you throw into there like what's going on in our nation. We see our world is being shaken right now. I haven't lived through a pandemic before in my lifetime and I can guess that many of you have never lived through a pandemic before. There are many voices out there trying to be the authority on what to do and what not to do. For some of us, it can be frustrating trying to figure out who to listen to and, and, and what we, we might need to do. May I suggest just this one simple thing? May we humble ourselves and seek wisdom from the Lord. Just humble ourselves and seek wisdom from God. Recently, as I was reading through the book of Jeremiah and my personal time with God, I came across this, this nugget of truth in Jeremiah chapter 17, verse 7 through 8. I'm going to read it. It says, Blessed are those who trust in the Lord, whose trust is the Lord. They should be like a tree planted by water, sending out its roots by the stream. It shall not fear when heat comes, and its leaves shall stay green. In the year of drought, it is not anxious, and it does not cease to bear fruit. Honestly, you guys, this is a season and a time when we, the body of Christ, those who have put our faith and trust in Jesus Christ, need to trust in the Lord. And when I say trust in the Lord, I mean this. I mean to make the Lord our hope, his favor, the good we hope for, and his power, the strength that we hope in. This season is a time to walk out what we say we believe. We say, I believe that the Lord would take care of me. Then let's cling to our creator. Let's, let's cling to our God, our heavenly father. Let's cling to the Lord Jesus to learn from him to listen for his voice, to wait on him in prayer and fasting, to share our laments with him. Now, Scott just took you guys through a long journey through the book of Psalms. And in that, we see that David shared before the world his laments. Like, he was honest with God. There were days where he, he kind of felt like God wasn't there, God wasn't listening to him. And I think it's, it's good for us to do that, to lament, to be 100, like the young people say, let's be 100 and, and be honest with God about what you're frustrated about, what grieves you, what do you fear? 
Letting them know you feel alone and lost sometimes. When we do this, when we're honest with God, when we're seeking him in prayer, when we're listening for his voice, when we do this, we'll be equipped with God's peace to get us through this season and even seasons going on. And we'll grow fruit that will nourish us and will be useful to others along our journey. See, from this verse, what we can see is that when we put our trust in the Lord, we're not anxious and we bear fruit. Man, the Lord speaks to Isaiah that the person who trusts in him will not be worried excessively in a year drought. Now, a year drought, that's 12 months without rain, without mist, without dew. Just 12 straight months. And, and the Lord says through Jeremiah that the person who trusts in him does not have to worry because those who trust in the Lord, we've been planted by a stream. And that stream of life is the Lord Jesus Christ and his Holy Spirit that flows in us, that spring of living water that wells up in us is what's going to be the thing that nourishes us in these seasons. We don't have to fear the lack of moisture because the Lord is the hope that we have. He is the living water in us that is encourages us. And we walk by that faith that God is able to do what he promised to do. And God has promised to be with us. Amen? To be with us. See, brothers and sisters, know that our souls will be refreshed when we take time to commune with God regularly. And when I mean regularly, I mean consistently. Like spending consistent time with the Lord throughout our day or throughout the week. When we regularly connect with the Lord, we send out our roots searching for his water, searching for his nourishment. When we pray, we read our Bible, when we fast, when we reflect on scripture, when we create art or we write songs that God gives to us, when we sing praises to God, we sing laments, thankfulness, when we talk to other believers about what God's doing in their lives and we share within what God's doing in our lives, we're sending out these roots. And these spiritual practices are great ways for us to seek God through this season. This consistent time with God keeps our focus on the Lord and not worried about the things around us. See, in second, the person who trusts in the Lord does not fear the heat, but grows more under pressure and under heat, which is really interesting. You would think in a drought that a tree wouldn't grow, but the person who's rooted in the Lord Jesus Christ grows when there's a drought, when there's a famine, when there's chaos, when there's drama. We don't get worried because we're connected to the Lord in our faith. See, some people wonder why I'm not freaking out about COVID or I'm stressed about the economy or, or I'm not out there rioting and why I'm not out there speaking to stuff. I ain't worried about that because, one, I trust in the Lord. He promised me that he's going to take care of me and I have nothing to fear. I've been a witness to God's provision in my life. I've been a witness to God's provision in other people's lives. And I know from Scripture that he is good. And the second reason I ain't, I ain't freaking out because I turned my TV off. So, so I ain't watching. I'm not listening. 
to what other people are saying. I do know what's going on, but what's going on does not determine what will happen to me. What's going on does not determine what's gonna happen to me. What determines what's gonna happen to me is my father in heaven. I was at Bank of America yesterday, because I'm one of them cats I still love going to the bank. And we were waiting in line, and I let this guy go before me, and he's like, oh, he's like, thank you, you sure? I'm like, yeah, he's like, some people are in such a rush these days. I'm like, look, brother, I ain't got a rush for nothing, man. The Lord got me, and he, he, he looked at the ground, he looked up, he said, thank you, I need to hear that. He said, I really do. I don't believe, I don't believe in God, but I, I need to know that sometimes I just need to slow down. And I was like, hey. Sometimes we got to slow down, brother, because when it's time to go, it's time to go. And ain't no rushing, no dragging going to stop that. It's all these small things, man, encourage us. And so my hope is in the Lord, period. So, brothers and sisters, God has a long, long track record of taking great care of his people, those who trust in him. He is taking care of his people during famines, during droughts, during exile, plagues, wars, you name it. He has never failed to care for his beloved. And I promise you, and I don't make a lot of promises. You can ask my wife. I don't make a lot of promises because I'm human. I can't hold up my promises. But God's, God can hold his promise. I promise you, God has never forsaken his people, ever. And he won't do that to you. You know, God is able to provide you a job right now during COVID. God able to provide for you even if you've lost your job right now. God's able to heal you. God's able to do what God wants to do to get your attention. He'll do it. He'll do it. So let's trust in the Lord. See, our lives are the light to the world, a testimony to others about God's goodness. See, my good, my bad, and my ugly, they show people that God transforms people. Did you hear that? My good, my bad, and my ugly. Show people that God's in the business of transforming people. His life gives us life. And the truth is, God provides nourishment for his church in hard times because he is with us. He is with you. Now, I'll end with this. Told you I'd be short. <laughs> you know, God's graciously shown me during this stay-at-home order that I tend to run to food, I tend to run to call a friend for advice or even to deny some of the things I'm anxious about when something's really weighing on me. And he's taught me to take time to pray when I normally want to just call a friend up. God's like, no, pray first. When I want to run to Henry's Donuts and give me a donut, he's like, I'm not, pray first. When I want to say, nah, this ain't bugging me, no, pray about it. And I've used this time to pray for people when they come to my mind. I've used this time to pray over my friends, over my family, over the church, and over the world, Psalm 91. And I've asked the Lord to save people during this time of COVID-19. See, I'm learning that I still need to trust in God. I also remind my soul of God's goodness and previous blessings. One of the passages that God has kind of anchored me in and reminded me of his, his faithfulness is Psalm 37, verse 25. It says, I have been young and now I'm old. I have never seen the righteous forsaken or begging for bread. And if you go on further in that verse, he says, 
their children continue to, to land freely. They're a blessing. And I'm a product of that, of that blessing. My parents tried to do a good job of rooting us in God and our faith. And, and this verse has always been a verse in my life where I think back when I was a kid and how God had never forsaken my family. Even when my dad lost a job, my mom lost jobs, or whatever, God has been there. And he's been there in my life. And I've said this before, and I'm going to say it again. God has a long track record of taking care of his people. Do you believe he can take care of you and your family today based on the facts that he has taken care of his beloved in the past? I pray that we do, and I pray that we walk in confidence that he is with us and he is for us forever. Love you guys. I pray for us. Father God, we... We just gather before you this morning, Lord, thankful that we can, we can be outside and gathering, Lord, uh, before you. We're thankful that <clears throat> you made a promise over 2,020 years ago that you would build your church and that the gates of hell won't prevail, Lord. And we thank you that your church is, is growing and thriving during this time. And Father, we just want to pray for your provisions for us, for our health, for financial provisions for our, our mental health, our, our body, Lord God, our family, our kids. Lord, we just surrender all to you, and we place them in your hands, and we trust that you are the God. You are the God who cares. You are the God who provides. You are God Almighty, and we love you, and we thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Ty. And if you guys, let's take a moment and just remember Jesus' broken body and his shed blood. We're not taking communion yet, but that doesn't mean we can't remember during that time that Jesus' body was broken for us, that the, that the cost of changing us was his broken body and his shed blood. The cost of forgiving us was that. And so let us take a moment and just a moment of silence and reflect on Jesus' Uh, broken body and shed blood.